listener production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda. Good morning. Thanks for your company. I'm Talissa Bazaz filling in for Natasha Belling. Let's check what's making headlines this Friday, the 22nd of April. A major blow for Labor's election campaign with Anthony Albanese testing positive for COVID. The opposition leader has released a statement confirming his return to positive routine PCR test ahead of travelling to WA. It means Mr Albanese will need to isolate for seven days at home in Sydney and comes just a day after he visited an aged care home where he was wearing a mask. The Labor leader has confirmed he's feeling fine so far and has thanked everyone for their well wishes. Meantime, the Deputy Prime Minister has hit out at China's new security deal with the Solomon Islands. The pact could see a Chinese military base set up just 1,700 kilometres from Cairns, meaning Australia's east coast would be in the firing range of ballistic missiles. Here is Barnaby Joyce. Unfortunately, the circumstances are such that um, that move can only be seen as hostile to Australia. The Air Force will be top of the agenda for the PM today. He's expected to announce almost $430 million in upgrades to four defence air bases, one in Amberley, another in Sydney, as well as Nowra and Perth. Three of those are in marginal Labor seats. Overseas, the Russian president has claimed victory in the battle for the besieged port city of Mariupol. It's understood Vladimir Putin has ordered his troops not to storm the giant steel plant where the last Ukrainian defenders and town civilians are sheltering. Instead, he's ordered forces to seal off the plant so no one can get in or out. It comes as the US announces further support to Ukraine with another $800 million agreement to boost the country's defence capabilities. The package will include artillery systems and armoured personnel carriers to better fight the Russian invasion in the Donbass region. US President Joe Biden reiterating his support for Ukraine overnight. Putin is banking on us losing interest. He's betting on Western unity will crack. He's still betting on that. And once again, we're going to prove him wrong. We will not lessen our revolve. We're going to continue to stand with the brave and proud people of Ukraine. We will never fail in our determination to defend freedom and oppose tyranny. It's as simple as that. Staying overseas and the Islamic State has taken responsibility for a deadly blast in Afghanistan that's claimed at least 11 lives and wounded 32 others. The explosion targeted a Shiite mosque in the country's north during the Islamic holy month of Ramadan and comes just two days after a blast tore through a high school, killing at least six. Back home, we're being assured a change in close contact rules in New South Wales and Victoria won't lead to a rapid antigen test shortage. However, Trent Toomey from the Pharmacy Guild of Australia says it's important there is plenty of supply with the flu season just around the corner. What we need to do is we need to be able to differentiate whether or not you've got a common cold um, or whether you've got something more sinister. So uh, there are plenty of rapid antigen tests available for purchase, but also there are still plenty of rapid antigen tests available for free on the Commonwealth Government program for those Australians that have health care and concession cards. Changes in New South Wales come into effect tonight and will be in place in Victoria by tomorrow, while Queensland is considering changes as well. South Australia looks to be joining other states in removing the isolation rules for close contacts. The state's Emergency Management Council will meet today. Let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground to Queensland first and much of the state's coastline is under a weather warning this morning, hit with heavy rain and strong winds. 
Some areas in North Queensland could see more than 300 mils in just 24 hours. Lachlan Itter has the latest from far north Queensland. Morning, Talissa. The latest update from the Bureau sees a severe weather warning for heavy rainfall stretching from Cooktown north of Cairns all the way south of Ingham, a distance of around 500 k's. Now, a number of river catchments, particularly in far north Queensland, are also on flood watch because of concerns about those heavy isolated falls you've mentioned. But even for the rest of Queensland, boaties are being told to take Take care with marine wind warnings in place from Cairns all the way down to the Sunshine Coast. That's expected to expand and take in Cooktown and the Gold Coast tomorrow. And to New South Wales now in a five-day celebration for the king of rock and roll is underway in the state's central west. The park's Elvis Festival is attracting fans, lookalikes and tribute acts from across the globe who are dusting off their blue suede shoes to honour the pop culture icon. Sean Patterson has the latest from the New South Wales central west. Well, this is a huge event to list up for not just parks but the entire region. Over 20,000 tourists are in town to celebrate everything there is to love about Elvis Presley. Now, this iconic event hasn't been held for more than two years due to the pandemic, but it's back bigger and better than ever. Festival director Tiffany Steele says over 200 Elvis-inspired events are taking place, and this year's theme is based around his 1968 film Speedway. So you can expect to see everything from blonde tousled hair, go-go dresses and knee-high boots to overalls, racing suits, checkered flags, and of course Elvis's signature jacket with the twin white stripes. Now for the latest in business and finance with Effie Zahos, editor-at-large at CanStar. Effie, good morning. We're hearing flooding victims are being required to pay multiple insurance excesses. What's going on here? Yeah, look, this is actually an interesting story. And unfortunately, when it comes to insurance, you often don't find out the devil in the detail until you go and claim. And we know already about 177,000 insurance claims have been lodged because of the floods in southeast Queensland, New South Wales. Um, and one insurer has actually come out and said Aussies are in for a financial shock when they realise that multiple insurances excesses may apply. So uh, the insurer here is UE, and they're saying that some flood victims are being forced to pay multiple excesses because their insurers are charging a separate excess for each insurance policy. So let me explain. A lot of people bundle their, say, home contents and car insurance with the one provider. And in that case, they may find that they've got up to three excesses where, that they've got to cough up. And that's an expensive process, especially given the financial pressure of the pandemic and the recent inflationary hikes. I suspect a lot of households would have increased their excesses to reduce their premiums. So this would hit flood victims hard because not only would their house be impacted, their car and home and contents. Now, the tip here, of course, is to ask your insurer if they do charge multiple excesses. So in this insurer's case, they say that it's one per weather event if the damage occurred at the same location. And of course, do compare how the one excess stacks up with individual excesses. Um, It it is a a terrible case, of course, of, again, the devil is in the detail, as I said. Certainly. And the last thing these people need to be dealing with right now, but some great tips there. Thank you. And while fixed rates continue to climb, there are plenty of variables below 2% and NAB's property forecasts have been released. It's not looking too good. Yeah, that's right. It was actually a very busy week uh, this week with rate changes. 28 lenders increased 
648 fixed rates by an average of 0.48%. But some lenders actually cut their variable rates. And so right now, there are about 60 variable rates still below that 2% mark. The cheapest I could find is still sitting at 1.79%. So if you've got, say, a $500,000 mortgage and you switch from the average variable rate to this minimum rate, your monthly repayments would drop by $309 per month. And that's going to be some much-needed relief because June does appear to be the date when the RBA will increase the cash rate. And as you mentioned, NAB expects uh, house prices, uh, well, their forecast came out, they expect uh, this year still a slight rise, about 2.5% nationally, with Sydney and Melbourne basically recording minimal gains. They're going to be the hardest ones here. Their forecast fell overall by more than 9% next year. That's what they're saying. Prices are forecast to fall overall by 9% next year with Sydney and Melbourne potentially absorbing big falls like more than 11%. And the report also highlighted something interesting. Foreign buyers are flooding back into the housing market and they snapped up almost 8% of all new homes in the country. Um, and it's really unlikely to impact prices anymore though because numbers are still below pre-COVID levels. Very interesting. Thank you, Effie. Thanks. Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas and Brett, a shark star, put his name in origin contention with a stunning display against Manly last night. Good morning, Talissa. Happy Friday. COC for Talakai proved unstoppable uh, last night, especially in the first half. One of the best individual displays we've seen this season. The wrecking ball ran in two tries, laid on three others. Uh, Coach Craig Fitzgibbon says he deserves to be in contention for a Blues jersey. Yeah, it'd be hard to say that he doesn't at the moment. I'm not sure what how that looks with the representative uh, with Tonga and yes, more than capable physically. Now tonight, the Broncos host the COVID-hit Bulldogs, both sides in desperate need of a win. And in the AFL, the Giants regain their match winner, Toby Green, against the informed Saints tonight. Yeah, can't come back soon enough, Toby Green. Uh, was suspended for the first five rounds of this season uh, due to making contact with an umpire in last year's final series. He is one of their newly appointed co-captains. As you said, St Kilda is in form. So it's a big game tonight, especially for their coach, Leon Cameron, who's put his own future on the agenda and Triple M's Damien Barrett believes this will be Cameron's last season in charge. I can't see him being coach in 2023, regardless of what happens between now and the, the remainder of 2022. Now, COVID has hit the reigning premiers hard. Melbourne to be without Jake Lever and Jack Viney for their Anzac Day Eve blockbuster against Richmond. The Tigers making four changes, but will still be without their uh, superstar, Dustin Martin. And some high-profile international athletes are backing a bid to buy Premier League giant Chelsea. What's happening here, Brett? Yeah, Lewis Hamilton and Serena Williams are putting their hands in their pocket uh, to potentially uh, buy Chelsea. There's a number of groups uh, bidding for this. Uh, Lewis Hamilton's actually an Arsenal fan uh, and they are one of their big rivals, Chelsea, there in uh, in North London. So um, we'll watch this space with that. Roman Abramovich was uh, forced to sell or give up the club. He won't make any money off this sale at all due to his links to Vladimir Putin. Very interesting. Thank you, Brett. Thanks, Deliza. And in honour of the Queen's 96th birthday and Platinum Jubilee, Barbie is releasing a Queen Elizabeth Barbie doll. The doll has been designed to capture the Queen's likeness and is dressed in an ivory gown with a tiara and dons the medallions of the orders of the royal family. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also find the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the listener app for free. I'm Talisa 
Pizzazz. Thanks for your company, Natasha Belling and Australia Today's Morning Agenda. We'll be back on Tuesday. Listener.